the following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. Welcome back to Answers for Elders. Here's Suzanne. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are again here with Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And Daphne, I'm so glad that you're spending the hour with us. And if you're just joining us, we've been talking about you know, living on the edge. Right now, people are in survivor mode. Um, they've kind of, we're in our fourth month of this COVID pandemic. Um, and, you know, there's added complications. If mom or dad are together, they need care. Or if, you know, you have a senior loved one that may be needing care, but you're not really sure how to do this in this whole you know, having to figure it out now. And so, Daphne, I am so glad you're here. And we talked a little bit last segment really about, you know, what the climate's like. Um, And now we're kind of moving into how you play a role in that and helping families make that transition. And certainly I'm interested in um, kind of some things that you've been talking about. So, Daphne, thanks and welcome back. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm happy to share, you know, the stories that I have firsthand frontline. Um, everything that I talk about is is real. And I want um, our listeners, if I could invite you to just kind of, oh, my gosh, I know a friend. I know my own family. I know my aunt, you know, whatever my cousins are talking about this, to think mm-hmm. about them in terms of possibly finding some help and support. So right now, Um, people, I think, are also very afraid of if I make a change, will this be the right thing to do? Am I adding to the risk factors for my my family members? Am I decreasing? And there's so many more things to think about in terms of the intensity of what's going on. They're not new issues. COVID has not Mm -hmm. brought on new issues in terms of care other than the obvious, you know, restrictions that we have. But in terms of when to have care, um, why we need to have professional care, in what environment do we have professional care, those things have not changed. They just feel more intense because our perceptions are are so heightened. We're 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 raw. We're raw people right now. Very true. And yeah, and so um what I am finding is a big question. If I move my mom and dad from their house Am I exposing them to more COVID? Am I going to make it worse because they have a 14-day quarantine time in the new community of care? Am I going to make it Mm -hmm. worse because, you know, fill in the blank? The other side of that coin is how is it going to be better? What are going to be the positives of this? And this is a piece where we look at the wholeness of your family unit. How is this going to affect your whole family unit? Who is going to benefit? And always, even before COVID, this has always been a family benefit and a family decision because there are the caregivers that are involved. There are the worriers that are involved, the financial people that are involved. And so we're still looking at that. That is probably what I have to talk about the most to families is please don't just focus on 14 days of quarantine. Do not focus on the dining room is closed. Think about it. How is this going to potentially help holistically? What is this going to do to my mom and dad's emotional state? 
are they really worried about the house itself? Are they worried about the finances of running their house and they're, you know, whittling down their, their estate? And we know we're going to need care because, you know, dad's disease processes are advancing. The Parkinson's is getting stronger. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into this. The financial power of attorney may be thinking about this. How do I maximize my parents' estate? Those are all questions yep. that you can come to somebody like me and ask, what are my options? And that's really what we do is we give options. We talk about the options. So I've described to you the family dynamics a little bit of, and, and the fear of the effects of COVID quarantines, which is real. Don't, I'm not discrediting it. It is definitely real. But there also is the element of something different depending upon where your parents are in any kind of disease processes, something different can get them out of their own thoughts. Something different Very can true. be a little exciting. Something different can go, oh, my gosh, am I going to be able to meet people? I know that they're having distancing, you know, activities at the community of care. Not everybody's getting together at once, but I actually could meet somebody else. Oh, my goodness, I'm going to have different right. food that I didn't have to put together. I'm so tired of the same groceries being delivered to me, but I have no creativity. Somebody else gets to feed me. Oh, you know, that can bring joy. Yes, it's a honeymoon period, but you don't know what may come from getting out of our own psychological loops of thought. Mm -hmm. So that's one aspect to think about that change. The other thing is a very big misnomer. Um, it, not a, well, it's not a misnomer. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen. We have no idea. We go from phase one to phase two. We think we're going to go to phase three. We're back to phase two. There's moratorium on any changes in phases for two weeks. We don't know. And so I would suggest to our listeners, please don't live in fear of the unknown. Live today right. and make the best decisions that you can make today. I would say, from my perspective, the best decisions that you can make are with more information. Gather mm -hmm. more information and try and get that information either from a number of different communities, a number of different types of caregiving, or from somebody mm -hmm. like me who can, can share um, as unbiasedly as possible what this really means to, to embrace a particular community or type of care. Um, another thing that's happening a lot, and I'm going to kind of segue here, but another scenario that's happening a lot is in terms of cognitive struggles, any type of dementia, um, any type of depression or anxiety that has been present um, in someone's life is getting exacerbated now. Mm -hmm. We can't go much longer without having human interaction. We are social beings. And so consequently, right. some of the, the mental health and cognitive diseases are, are getting ramped up. Um, and so we cannot ignore that. We need to really be creative in how we can reach out to people. And I would like to humbly suggest getting professional care. Um, right. Family members are not the best caregivers for these disease processes. Um, not because you're well, not in the right place. I'm sorry, what was that? I was, was going to say, and especially if there's cognitive memory issues, a family member, um, you know, it can 
uh, result in, you know, some, some, you know, your loved one overreacting more or not knowing how to deal with it. And then you're in this spiral where it's sometimes difficult to pull out. And that's the point that it can frustrate, it can raise, you know, to a higher elevation is what I was trying to explain. Not very well, though. (laughs) No, you you brought me to the point that's very good to make. And because that is what happens is that because Mm -hmm. of our, um, desire to help our loved ones in the way that we've known how to do. And this I'm going to talk about in terms of couples. This happens a lot with elderly couples. Somebody Mm -hmm. expects the other person to continue to be logical because some days they are logical. Some days they do make sense. Some days they do know cause and effect. And then other days, you know, you're almost like, what are they doing? Just trying to push my buttons and make me angry? They know better than to do this. It happens. This is regular stuff. And so that's Mm -hmm. where a family caregiver is not the best caregiver for cognitive memory issues Um, because you're you're invested. Your heart, your 50, 60, 70 years of marriage, whatever it is, you know this person inside and out, and they know you. And now when they have to be in survival mode, they're going to go to fight or flight all the time and you're going to scratch your head and go mm-hmm. what is happening why why is george doing this today yesterday he put his left mm-hmm. and she's on just fine correct you know, just we got it yeah. you know we're going out for a walk get your socks and shoes on <laughs> today it's not going to work and so i right. mean i i want to have a levity in this but i want our listeners to know too you're normal this pattern is very normal this is the time to reach out for help this is the time right. to say, maybe I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, in the time of COVID, yes, that's going to mean that you're going to be separated. Not for always. Yes, it's going to be a change. But your health as the caregiver is as important and valuable as the person you're caring for. Correct. So back to the first Correct. subject, you know, the first segment that we were in. Take some time to really evaluate where where you are at as the caregiver, as the family Mm -hmm. member, as the one having to make decisions. Do you need some support? And if you come up with yes, that's good and normal. And please reach for that support. Right, right. And, you know, Daphne, you bring up such an important point of, you know, I, I'm sitting here kind of digesting what you're saying. And, you know, yes, if somebody moves into a community of care, they likely will have to undergo some sort of quarantine program, right? But yes. here's the other side of it. They're quarantining anyway in their home, right? Yes. So as, yes. much, as much as you're – and they're not getting the, the, the type of care that they would get, the quality of care that they would get if they were at home in, you know, in, in a new community where there are professionals that are there to take care of them. And, you know, so there are, like you said, there's new things. They don't have to cook. They don't have to do the things that um, cause are causing them more stress right now. And so that's a positive. So again, that quarantine, it might sound scary, but in the reality, they're actually getting, you know, they're still getting, um, uh, contact with the care providers. They're getting contact with all, all different types of ways in which they can, um, you know, there's a TV set, just like what they get at home. So it isn't like they're just yeah. isolated from the world either. 
That's exactly right. Let me, and I'm going to limit this. Let's just think about um, the world of dementia and all the different kinds of dementia there mm-hmm. are. That is probably one of the scarier places for people to think about moving someone. And in, right. in my humble opinion, what I see is, yes, there is a transition period. Whether we have COVID or not, there's always a mm-hmm. transition period. And I have over 20 years seen everyone get through that transition period. Mm-hmm. Everyone's story is different, but they do get through it. And the gift you're giving is not being in fight or flight. Is it different? Right. Yes. Does your heart miss them? Yes. Do you constantly question your decision? Yes. Those are all normal things. But when I, at the beginning of this segment, I think I said something about these are the negatives that could happen and the what ifs, but what are the positives that could happen? What if the person who has cognitive deficits, what if they actually started doing one of their hobbies again because they weren't spending all their energy in, in protecting themselves? in the fight or flight mode. What if mm-hmm. all of a sudden they started eating again? Oh my goodness. And they got good sleep at night because somebody figured out the right um, medications. Medication, right. You know, right. And, and now they get good REM sleep. So their days are more productive. They're engaged in a conversation with somebody again. Um, it's, a, it's amazing the changes that can happen, but it does take courage. And I I would submit to everyone, don't do it by yourself. Reach out to someone to help you gather information. Right. So, Daphne, everyone, we'll be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.